We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Y'all Gaming, where we ask the good uh, question of if y'all are gaming or not. And have you been gaming? Well, we've been gaming, and here's some of the stuff we've been gaming on. Today, we're going to talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We're going to talk about Pikmin 3, and also we're going to talk about the PS5, the PS physical coming out in two days. <laughs> go ahead and get yourself a PS5. Uh, well, I, I would say go ahead and get yourself a PS5. It seems to be very hard for a lot of people, but for those who can get a PS5, I got a whole story about it. We'll talk about it uh, during the PS5 segment. Yeah, this is the uh, only podcast on the internet that asks y'all gaming, so we're going to find out. Um, I guess we'll start from the very top. I I know you've been gaming on that Assassin's Creed. Is that game fun, dude? Be honest. Uh, I feel like, so, you know how, like, you get those collect-a-thon type games where you're kind of just mindlessly going to do stuff? Yeah. That's basically what that game is. It's like, it's 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 a a Far Cry. That's it. yeah, it's the Far Cry. It's the, it's the sad, but it's like set in 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 Viking time, and I like Viking stuff, so like that's cool. The setting is very nice. It definitely leads into me wanting to play it more. But for you know, for lack of a, I mean, it's just another Ubisoft game. Like you collect things, you you go around, you beat stuff up, you feel cool while you're doing it. GGS, 
uh, I mean, but the thing is, like, I was talking about this with the, the chat the other day. I was like, I'm waiting for Coney to say this game sucks, but you play Red Dead. Yeah, I was I was very close, but I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm going to make fun of it. I'm going to make fun of it. But at the same time, I love cowboy stuff. So, like, I get it. If there was an Assassin's Creed in, like, the Wild West, I probably would play it. So I that that should be the next thing. Like it's either to me they need to go to the Wild West or they need to go to space. Like that's the next. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the just, next. That's the next two. That's just Mass Effect if they go to space, right? It's like oh the same. true. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I Mass- like the idea <laughs> of Mass Effect Galaxies, man. There it I, is. I kind of like the idea of putting the uh, the same game in a bunch of different places, but it just like I don't know. It reeked of Ubisoft. Like when I looked at it, and uh, Ubisoft. I don't know, man. They've been doing the same thing since Far Cry 3. It's just, like I said, it's like it's checking stuff off in your brain. It's not like you're actually having fun when you really stop to think about it. It's like I'm, I could be checking off an Excel spreadsheet and I've ha- I'd be having the same amount of fun, you know? Uh, well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like I get what you're saying with uh, Ubisoft putting out the same game over and over. But, I mean... It's kind of like on that, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type deal. The last time, I, I mean, they, they, like, Assassin's Creed has changed from the first one, for sure. Like, the first one, I tried to play it, and I was like, damn, this game sucks. Like, I was, yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to play the first one around the time that I think number four was about to come out. And so I was like, okay, like, I'm going to beat the first three, and then I'm going to be ready for four. I got about maybe 15 hours into the first one and was like, I can't, no. I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. Like, it's... It's the same thing over and over. Like the the assassination attempts were like, it was cool, I guess. But the gameplay loop was basically like you climb tower, you know, you get the the bird's eye view, you jump in the hay, do your mission, you follow some guy around while like praying with a bunch of other people, then you chase this guy around and then you kill him, and that was like that was the gameplay loop. You yeah. made did it make you feel like an assassin for sure? You know what I mean? But uh, other than that, no. Just now, just I'm good. Ah, yeah, I, I just, uh, I've had zero interest in the series. I've seen some people just, I don't know. It, it hasn't really appealed to me, and it's sort of a shame to hear that this one's the same. I feel like there's no reason to change it, but I mean, what have they done? They've done pirates. They've done like the Revolutionary War. Now Vikings. They've done yeah. Egypt. I think right. They've done like. Uh, well, let me look. Actually, let me see what all the let me see the with the assassins. I think there was one in Egypt. I don't Assassin's Creed games. Creed games. Here we go. So you got Valhalla currently. You got the Rome what is or Greece. The Rebel Collection. Okay. Oh, Odyssey. Okay. Origins. What is Origins about? I don't know. Probably. I think this is the one that you were talking about. That was in Egypt. Was looks kind of it looks kind of e- Egyptian for sure. Okay. Oh, that's Egypt. Yeah, there's a pyramid in the background. Oh, there's a Sphinx. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, they put out a lot of games, so it's like, I can't even, like, go down and be like, because, I mean, Assassin's Creed also has, like, uh, mobile games. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So, there's just a lot going on here. Uh, They got Black Flag. They did Pirates. Okay. So, yeah. And then whatever Rogue is. So, I mean, yeah, they've been set in a lot of places. There's still a couple places they could go. As you said, we could go to... uh, you know, we could go to some Wild West type deal. Just don't know if we would uh, actually do that. They're due for a cyberpunk one. Hmm. I, I, I think they have plenty of times they could use with like real stuff. You know, you don't yeah. have to go to the future yet. 
Like, I'm looking at it now. Revolutionary War, Pirates, uh, Jolly Old England, Boats. Uh, the re- they could not do an Assassin's Creed in real time, though, because both sides would be offended. So, like, if you do Assassin's Creed oh, God, and it's no. like... It's, it's, imagine it's like, you know, Assassin's Creed and we're like... We're like the resistance, and the resistance being, you know, like the people who are protesting for Black Lives Matter. Then every oh, every middle state American will be upset, like, right? So then you do it the other way, where you're the cops <laughs> trying to stop the resistance, yeah. and now everybody is upset. So it's just uh, Ubisoft yeah, doesn't do that. Like, yeah, they they can't do that. There was uh, in Far Cry Five, it made it look like there was like the the trailer came out. And the whole game looks like a sort of deep dive into um, American values and right to bear arms. And it's uh, you're like in the Montana wilderness with a cult that values freedom. And uh, it, it, like it's it's it looked very pointed at the political issues of the time. And then the game comes out and it's nothing. It's nothing. It's just like, it's the same thing. It's just the same as every other Far Cry game. It's just about violence and, oh my god, violent stuff. That's crazy. So, like, I I think they need to do other stuff. I'm down for more cowboy games always, but I would rather them do something with the formula, because... Didn't you like, you like Far Cry, though, right? Or you like Far Cry? Far Cry is my Assassin's Creed. Like, I I play it, and I don't, I'm, I'm kind of having fun. But more, I'm checking off boxes, and I'm like, okay, achievement unlocked. I've killed five horses, and that gives me a sling for my arrows. I love it. Like, I, 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 there are some games that are like that that I know aren't good, and I still play through them. And then there are some games like Horizon Zero Dawn, which is like, I do that, but it's still good. Like, the game is engaging, as opposed to Far Cry, where it's like, everything dies in one hit once you hit a certain point. So, Yeah. I feel that. Like, I, I think that that was, like, the same... I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but that's, like, the same way that, like, Man Eater hit. Like, mm-hmm. yep. it was... That's a checkbox game. Like, I'm doing stuff. I always have something to do because, like, everything I do in the game will make me stronger, basically. However, like, the gameplay loop of that game is actually quite boring. You, you know, you swim around, you mash an A button. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you do a boss battle where sometimes you might have to mash the B button to, to, uh, to juke, and then you get stronger. But, like, those are, you know, collection games. Collection games do a good job of, like, hey, I have nothing else to do for the next five hours. Time to collect. So. I really like having those games on another monitor when I'm doing something else. Like, I'm uh, I'm watching a, a certain show right now. I don't want to say it because I don't want other people to get spoiled, but it's very highly acclaimed. Uh, one of the best, like, most acclaimed shows of all time, right? So I'm watching mm. it, but I'm not really watching it actively because you don't really have to. So I've got it on the other monitor, and I'm doing other stuff. Um, and I'm, I'm playing some stuff and I would love to have just that kind of thing. I like those. There haven't been many of them. I'm also looking right. for a new Metroidvania. If anybody in the chat has any suggestions and don't say hollow Knight. I'm every time I say that people are like, have you played hollow Knight?" Yes. I have you played do that? I'm telling you, that's man, so that's annoying. the, they come through with like the five year old game, bro. I don't know if you played yet. I know that you're like really into this genre, but it's like people come through and they're like, Oh, you like roguelikes? What about Risk of Rain? Okay, buddy, come on. (laughs) Oh, you like platform games? Have you ever played Super Mario 64? 
Yes. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, dude. Bug Snacks I've... is a Metroidvania. Vain... No, it's not. Is it? No, it's not. He's lying. It, it He's might. Lying. No, Bug Snacks is apparently like Pokemon Snap, and uh, I'm. I of course I'm playing Bug Snacks. Everybody's talking about Bug Snacks, so I'm playing that on launch. I'm. I feel a little gypped because I bought it for the Epic Store, and then I realized that it's going to be out on PS Plus for free. Um, mm. But I don't know when I'm getting my PS5, so. We'll see. Uh, I mean, I'm getting my, my... Wait, what do you mean? You know, Well, I guess we'll talk about it later. All right. We'll talk about uh, it in a second. Yeah, so next All right, game. well, that, that's Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, it is fun. Uh, if you like Assassin's Creed, uh, or if you like checkbox-type games, it's good for you. If you like Assassin's Creed and you like Vikings, I'd say you get it. If you don't like Assassin's Creed, like, if you didn't like Odyssey, then you're not going to get anything new from this one. Uh, it's, it's definitely just another, like, walk around, do stuff in towns, checkbox-type game. So, yeah. Uh, I would say it's a... Uh, Cool experience out of ten. Let's 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 you know, we'll do that. Cool experience out of ten. A nice little uh, waste five hours out of out of each day out of ten. All right, there we go. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, so I have been playing a lot of Pikmin three. We didn't talk about it last week because we didn't do a show, and uh, I, I'm I'm sort of using this as practice because I'm trying to condense my thoughts about Pikmin into a video. I'm actually trying to do a video like review sort of thing on my channel, not because I think it'll do well, because I know it'll bomb. But I want the practice of being able to articulate what I like about games. And Pikmin is so right. interesting. I don't know. Have you ever played a Pikmin game? Nope. Didn't, uh, never appeal to me. So, I mean, I've watched you play a decent amount of Pikmin 3, though, and it does look somewhat fun. However, just, yeah, it's never really appealed to me. It is fascinating to me because it is a game. So, like, Nintendo has this, has the family-friendly, like, branding and image, right? So, maybe it's because I grew up on Mario, so everything, I, I still have that sort of idea in my head, even when games like Metroid or Zelda are a little bit darker. But Pikmin is a game, it, it's, like, weird because it's in the middle, because Pikmin is a game that, on the surface, is, like, really happy, and it's kind of simple, and let's solve these problems. I hope we can get off this planet. But the whole game is about death. 
Like, it's, it's really dark, you know? You have dozens and dozens of your carrots dying at any moment. You never really get used to it. And then you kill your an carrot. enemy. Yeah, your little sentient vegetables. They're dying constantly. Yeah. They're being eaten alive and yelling about it. And then you're killing monsters, and it's not like in a normal game where the corpse, like, disappears like a Goomba. You have uh -huh. to, you carry the body back to your place, and you, like, turn it into more Pikmin. So it's like Circle of Life stuff. That's pretty dark. And the games are kind of freaky in the way that, like, deep sea animals are really scary, like anglerfish or, like, the way that uh, there are, like, some species of mushroom that are parasitic and grow into your brain and, like, tell the host what to do. It's really weird stuff, but nature is fascinating. Anyway, Pikmin is mad interesting to me, and it hits a spot that no other game hits. Uh, so I really relish in it every time I get a new one, which is once every, like, ten years. It's not very common. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not a not a super super common game, but uh, I, you know, it's nice to know that you do like that uh, that game. I mean, I feel like it's been, I don't know, like I've seen Pikmin, you know, I've seen Pikmin two. Uh, didn't they have one on the on the 3ds or was or like it? Was it was a, no, they did, but it was like a spinoff that was like a side scroller. It oh, was okay. like it wasn't an actual game, and a lot of people are mad because Miyamoto back in like 2013 or 2014, he was like, "Yep." Pikmin 4 is almost done. It's on the way. And now it's been eight years and people are realizing that they think it's probably Hey Pikmin on the 3DS, which was nothing. Like, it was like, ah. it was, it was very, I haven't played it, but I, like, if you watch gameplay, it's just like a side scroll. It's like a super well, spin. -off. Why are we worried about Pikmin 4 when we were, we just, we just got Pikmin 3, right? Nope. Am I tripping? Nope. What? Pikmin 3 came out in like 2012. Wait, so what are you playing now? Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Yep. It's a re-release. Now, it's a very good re-release. They added a lot of new stuff. It's very good. It's amazing. And it's not on the Wii U, which helps it out a lot. Like, the Wii U sucks. But... God, man. This is... All right. Yep. I know. I don't know how y'all... How I... Uh, if I ever told you guys how I feel about remakes, but I'm fucking tired of remakes. <laughs> like, I just... Well, not even that. I think it's remastered. So, if you had a deluxe edition and there is actually extra stuff, then sick. But, like, the only... Like, remakes... Like the Final Fantasy deal, where mm -hmm. it changes the actual type yep. of game it is, I will appreciate that for sure. But if you're just gonna give me the same game and update the graphics, I don't want to play that. I don't want to play Zelda, uh, you know, Ocarina of Time for the fifth time on a different system. Like I'm good. You know what I mean? Like I'm good on that. Like give me work on something new, and then you know make that a package deal or something. Now you can play Breath of the Wild two, and for seventy dollars, we'll sell you Breath of the Wild two and uh Orcarina time redo or redux or i don't know like whatever they're gonna do just i'm i'm tired of remakes bro like and re ah, just ugh. you know what i normally would agree but i think it's okay when nintendo does it because uh, their systems are weird so yeah I the feel wii u that, sucks I, I don't i'm not hooking the wii u back up and putting the the ipad up to your like Point at the screen. Okay, like I'm an eight year old. No, it's not. It feels uh, like a. I mean, it feels like a leapfrog. I'm not doing. There's that. a lot of. There's a lot of games that I'm. I guess I'm kind of. There's a couple games I'm kind of interested in how they will play out on the Switch now that you don't have the iPad. So, like everyone's asking for Xenoblade Chronicles X uh, remake, but the iPad of that game actually did have some functionality. So I'm kind of like, mm, what do you do without it? Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm very, I'm, I'm very interested to see what they do with those games that did have like very big emphasis on the tablet. Um, and now that they have no tablet, what do they do to circumvent that? To also not like 
I won't say take away from the game, but to not make it like sluggish. Like the tablet was it, for some games was like uh, it, it was it was streamlined. So it was like, all right, I have my whole inventory on the tablet. Never have to press pause. You know what I mean? Like that's lit. Here it is. I want to swap this weapon. Hit the tablet. We're in there. Yeah. Uh, when you don't have that option, what do you do now? Do I have to pause? You know what I mean? Like, is is there like a pull down menu that's gonna interrupt the gameplay? Like, you know what happens? But I guess we'll uh we'll see as you know time goes on. Yeah, hopefully there's a little bit more. Uh, I, I mean, they're gonna give a lot of consideration to it, but I, I'm okay with remakes at a certain point, especially if it's something like um the the example that I always bring up is uh, if you look at the first three Silent Hill games, they mostly hold up. There's nothing you mm-hmm. need to change. They're all pretty much perfect not in terms of like that they're flawless but in terms of what the developer was trying to do in the execution of it is like one-to-one it's great yeah the problem is uh silent hill 4 has a lot of ideas that are executed very badly but it's really cool because it's trying new things which is is really interesting but it if you had a second crack at it if you had another shot like, I think that they could really make it stand out, and I think that it's that way for a lot of games um, that sort of... Like, if they released another Star Fox Zero, I think that was the one that was on Wii U, where it was yeah. like, it was a new was Star trash. Fox game. Yeah, 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 everybody was excited, and then you found out that you had to use the iPad for motion controls, and people were like, wait, what? If you put that on Switch, update it, add a few couple levels, maybe I'll give it up, you know? I might, I might, I might drop 60 on that. I, uh, Dude, just I, make Star Fox Assault 2, and I'm in there, bro. Like, that's, well, yeah. that's all I need. You know, Online. like, yeah, I mean, well, I don't even know if I, well, I guess that would be uh, pretty sick, because um, I did, like, you know, I played Star Fox Assault multiplayer with some of my boys, but, like, it was obviously super hard to aim yeah. on twin stick with the, the C-stick from, like, a GameCube controller. Gross. But, uh, now that we have actual, you know, secondary sticks, yeah, I can see that game actually taking off. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, they they went the area the era of GameCube games for Star Fox was like the most experimental they went, and I, I don't know why they didn't keep going with that. Like, they did Adventures, which was like a Zelda like Star Fox game, and then they did Assault, which was like you had a lot of on foot missions, uh, and rail missions still, and uh, tank missions, and like it was just cool. But like, I feel like they should go about doing that again like be a little more you're 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 a nintendo system all nintendo does is experiment you know so like continue experimenting with your games too what's weird is that it it feels like in in comparison to something like ubisoft which is very like middle of the road very basic like they don't change their formula that much that compared to nintendo which is either no changes like Mario, the remaster they just did is just like put out the same game again or insane changes. Like I, Nintendo is just, I mean, every other system sucks. It's like GameCube was, GameCube was good. Wii was amazing. Wii U sucks. Switch, great. N64 was a, was a commercial flop, at least compared to the other games. It, it, I think it lost uh, compared to PS1, obviously it was still good, but it feels like Nintendo is just constantly sort of teetering on the edge of like convention and innovation, and uh, I think it's I, it's weird as opposed to a company that just wants to sort of ride down the middle of the road constantly. I would rather see uh, a more stuff. I don't want to. I, I want to see some crazier stuff from them sometimes, but I don't know. They take bigger risks with hardware than they do with software. I mean, the Switch could have bombed. 
Yeah, for sure. But they 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 did not. So Down good stuff way. to the Switch. Yeah, I mean, all right. But speaking of systems that I'm pretty pretty sure not about the bomb. Let's go ahead and get into this PS5 talk now. The PS Fizzle is coming out in two days, and it's got like I think. Well, there's three games that everyone's been talking about. Well, two games and one that's kind of on the side. There's Miles Morales, Bug Snacks. <laughs> And then one that's on the side will be Godfall. Uh, another one of those games I think is a checkbox game, it, except for it's checkbox with action this time. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't seem like super deep, but it does look fun. looks pretty, mindless. But these other two games, uh, Bug Snacks and, uh, and Miles Morales, will be releasing with the system. Uh, but Cody seems to be having a hard time getting a system. Cody, what is going on with your PS5, brother? Banjo! Sorry, my dog's Uh-oh. going crazy. Banjo! Okay, Mouse got him. All right. Get, you see this? You see what's going on behind me? This is ridiculous. Yeah, like, what the? Yeah, all right, get what out of he? here. Get out of here. All right, anyway. Um, yeah, so, I, first off, we're not talking about Xbox, because I ain't... I ain't That's the about, Xbox? No, I'm just saying we, we're not spending any time talking about that Xbox. Just buy a PS... Uh, I'm, buy I'm a actually PC, good. Bro. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> buy a PC, bro. No, I, I we, we talking about that PS Penta. We didn't even think of PS Penta. We were trying to figure out what we were going to call it. Thank you, honey. Say bye, Mal. Uh, Bye, Mal. Yeah, she's taking the dogs out. Um, there he goes. Uh, yeah, so the PS, the PS Penta, uh, that's what I want to talk about. Now, I can't get one. I eventually was able to get one because of a loyal viewer that is near and dear to my heart that reached out to me, and he said uh, he had one on pre-order, but he also is connects to get another one. So he's sending me the first one. Um, but they ship on launch day. So it's not like I get it on launch day. You know what I mean? It's uh, okay. it's gonna be a few days after, which sucks. Now I did, I did get Demon Souls pre-ordered. So pre, okay. so Demon Souls, I've got that locked down. I'll go pick it up launch day, whatever. That's the only game I wanted to play. But PS Five should be coming soon. Uh, apparently Sony made it so you can't get them in the store. They said that they're shipping none to any stores or anything you have to get them online so online is going to be a madhouse as people try to buy it okay Okay. i don't know what that's going to look like i got lucky because i have gamestop homies i have like four or five friends that work at gamestop they were like hey bro you already got some stuff on pre-order do you want to just swap your pre-order over to your ps5 i said yeah so there we are now i'm uh now i'm uh you know uh, a proud owner of the PS5. I get to go get it in two days. Uh, I had no games pre-ordered, so I had to go back up there and pre-order actually a game. I, I totally forgot. I was like, yeah, I just forgot I just about video games. So, forgot about the games, bro. Like, like it got some. Yeah, let me see what they got on the PS5 release slate. Anyway, what not are, much. Uh, okay. the, so I think I think Spider-Man is there for like normal players, normie bait. I'm not picking that up because I already played Spider-Man and it was good. But like I. I don't need to play more of it. Um, Like, I get it, you know? And it's, like, more of a side thing than a full thing. Uh, Demon Souls is for the hardcores, which I'm very excited for. If you watch the the gameplay trailer for it, oh, my God. Looks juicy. It looks so good, dude. So I'm I'm very excited about that. Other than that, Bug Snacks is free on PS Plus, I guess, but you can get that elsewhere. Damn, this is crazy. I, I looked up the... I'm looking at the PS5 launch from CNET. PS5 launch games. Every PlayStation 5 title you can buy on Thursday. But the way that they're describing my, Miles Morales is Spider-Man Miles Morales has been likened to Char- Uncharted Lost Legacy. That game was an expansion 
for Uncharted 4, clocking in at around seven hours. It was somewhere between DLC and a full-blown spin-up title, and it totally ruined uh, Miles Morales' promises to be uh, that for 2018 Spider-Man. And it'll launch on uh, both the PS5 and the PlayStation 4. So you could have you played Miles Morales on the PlayStation 4, but I'm not doing that because I'm a 5-boy. You can get Sackboy. You can get Godfall. You can get Bug Snacks. You can get Overcooked. Okay. okay. You can get, <laughs> get Astro's Playroom. Destruction All-Stars says that it comes out on, on release, but I think they pushed that back. Yeah, I don't um, see that on my site. Yeah, I see Dirt 5. Uh, what was that? Uh, another racing game, WRC 9. The Pathless. Oh, wait a minute. Destruction All Stars comes out. Cool though. Destruction All Stars comes out in February, apparently. Okay. So that's kind of a while back. Oh, Pathless looked cringe. No, that didn't yeah. look good. You didn't like Pathless, bro? Nah, it looked big cringe. It looked stupid. That's crazy. No Man's Sky: The Next Generation. Okay, that's the thing. Man Eater drops. Uh, if you haven't already okay. played that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Destiny Two, Observer, Call of Duty, Cold War, Mortal Kombat Eleven. Uh, so with all the games you can get off jump, like just from jump, you can get up there. Fortnite, of course. Uh, 2K21. Yeah, I don't know, man. You, you're stripping, bro. Listen, it's, I it's, was gonna do no, none of those. Those are all re-releases and remakes. No, no, I'm talking about the pathless, bro. Is this is this the game I'm thinking about I know with the game. arrows and the in the movement? Stupid. Okay, buddy. That's like a twenty dollar indie title I could get for free on Keymail or. That's you a, know what? If I can get it on, you know what? That's a good check. That's that that is a six out of ten game if ever I've seen it. If you want to vibe out and just waste waste eight hours, go for it. I'm not playing that joint. Yeah, nothing wrong with a six out of ten game, bro. That's still above average. I mean, I, if I dig the aesthetics, but I'm sick of this like this look of games. It's like Hyper Light Drifter made a lot of characters like look like this. I don't know. I it's is Breath of the Wild Hyper Light Drifter kind of mashup. I just I don't know. Uh, I'm 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 good on this. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't this, think you like style. indie games, bro. I like some indie games if they're interesting. He's a AAA player or a $1 player. No in between. No, like. no, 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 no. Let me let me think. I, I've been playing Spinch <laughs> lately, but Spinch isn't very good, actually. So I shouldn't say that. Right. Uh, I played Visage. I did not like Visage. Never mind. I can't. I'm trying to think of like indie games I've played lately. Uh, you know... You know, Pikmin is is a second. It's Nintendo, but it's a secondary studio. All right, man. We're just gonna go ahead and move on to so, all gaming questions, bro. <laughs> you know, struggling right now. Kind of. All right, we only got two today. If you guys want to get uh, your questions answered before we end the stream, make sure you, you tweet using the hashtag Y'all Gaming. You can either tweet at us or you can just use the hashtag because we can't see the hashtag. First one we got is from Meowser Twelve. He says, "I'm a big believer that the better play." Uh, will win no matter the character they choose. Although in order to win, sometimes the player would have to resort to lane play styles. What are your opinions on lane play styles? And is it justified in attorney setting? Uh, I don't, that's just not true. Like that's just, um, th that is inherently not true that like you can play the worst character in the game and beat someone who is somewhat competent playing the best character in the game. The whole reason why that character is the worst character in the game is because it doesn't matter how good you play. Sometimes it just doesn't, like it just doesn't matter. Now, Am I saying that the worst player character in the game will never win? No, of course not. If you're really, 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 really good at a game and you play the worst character in the game and the tier list isn't super skewed and you're playing someone that's like goes 0-2 and whatever, then yeah, you're going to beat them. But you would beat them way harder had you been just playing a better character. So, Yeah, I'm. I'm whenever I read something like this, I'm always like, uh, without trying to sound dismissive or mean, um, I want to know 
how long you've been gaming competitively like or how many tournaments you've gone to you know have you gone to uh have you gone to stuff IRL have you because like this is a very romantic idea that I think a lot of people have when they first get into the scene which is like any any player can beat any player if he's just good enough um yeah there's you you literally can't do it I mean the best way the best comparison I think I've heard is like you're you're in a gladiatorial setting, right? You're in the arena, you're in the Colosseum, you're fighting to the death, your opponent picks like a halberd or a sword or a mace or a spear, and you're rocking like a butter knife. You can't win. You literally yeah. Well, th- hold on, hold on, wait. It's not that you can't win. You might win a couple rounds with people with zero technique. You know, you might you might beat a couple people who don't know what they're doing, have never handled a weapon before. But right. when you start getting later into the tournament, after you beat like two people, if this is a tournament, like if you're if you're fighting better and better people, eventually you're not going to be able to even touch them. And that's how it yeah. is in these games. Like tier lists are a real thing. Um, it doesn't mean the odd upset can't happen, especially in a game that's huge. Like if your game has like 50 plus characters, it's going to happen way more often because people are going to be caught off guard by more and more characters. But uh, the idea that the better player will always win, not always. That's why what you try to do is say, the the easier thing to say is that the the decision for the best character, the best player, starts at the character select. You don't get to pick like Ganondorf lose to Joker and then say, oh man, but I was the better player. It's like no, he beat you at selection. And yeah. if you really wanted to win, you should have played a better character. Period. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So, yeah, I just, I don't know, man, like, that, that, that question, I guess, that thought process usually is, like, a romanticized one. Like, yeah, you can beat all your friends in your neighborhood who don't really play this game like that with your low-tier character, but, like, you won't be able, you won't go to your local and do the same thing unless you're, like, I don't know, unless you really are the best player in your area. You live, live like, in, you know, super bum uh, uh, Idaho and just, there's like five players there. Like, yeah, of course you can beat everybody if you actually know how to play the game. But yeah. All right, moving on. We got uh, Stoked Pack saying, do you guys think that low-level players fighting high-level players helps or hinders the low-level players? I've seen a bunch of people talk about how it is not good to practice for low for the low-level player, and I'd like to know your take on it. Uh, I have like a... It's like a shelf system to me. Um, I think that you can't start Smash and play Mewtwo King and get to Mewtwo King's level. I think... Every you, you go up by tiers. So you start Smash and you play someone that is like you go O two, you play someone that goes one two. Start beating that guy consistently. Now you're going one two. Now you play someone that goes two two. Start beating that guy consistently. Now you're up going three two. Be start playing a guy who goes four two, right? And then that's how you get better. You can't like just jump in from the start and be like, Yeah, well, my practice partner is MK Leo. So therefore I'm gonna be as good as MK Leo within a year. Nah. Nah. The uh, the it's been proven over and over and over. The best way to get better at the game is to play with somebody slightly above your skill level. Um, if you play with somebody way better, they're just gonna mop you, and you're not gonna learn anything from it because you, you it's just too much information. You're losing way too hard and getting overwhelmed. If you are playing somebody uh, that's on your level, you're learning a bit, but you're not, like, if you're going 50-50, you're not really, you don't have as many opportunities to learn because you're not losing as much. Um, and if you're just stomping people, you're not learning anything at all because they're, you're probably just picking up on, like, 
uh, early player habits. So, like, in Smash's case, which I know we bring up Smash a lot, but it's the game we know the best, there's a very specific su spot where new players will always double jump. They'll always jump in the same spot. And it's like, okay, if you just cover that, you get a free stock every single time. Um, yeah. And after you play the game for long enough, you start to realize it, and you're like, oh, you're that guy. Uh, and you don't learn anything from that because you're taking stocks at, like, 50%. Um, that's you don't get anything from any of that except that the person is slightly better than you because you're going to be losing more um, but not so much as to be overwhelmed you can take at least one thing from every match and try to improve upon it the next match now if you're going to improve it takes an improvement mindset which a lot of people don't have or they think that just mm -hmm. playing games or grinding out games is enough no you have to actually sort of uh, you have to go into it analytically to try to introspect and and look upon your own play reflect a little bit um yeah but playing player way better than you unless you're a certain type of person some people do learn that way uh but generally no that's not the case yeah i think i think the thing with that that is you really pointed out was the whole um like mindset because i feel like a lot of times a lot of people the reason why people don't play fighting games for very long is because they don't have the mindset to like, oh, well, I have to learn why I'm getting beat. A lot more, more people would just say, oh, this game is unfair and just quit, right? So, like, that's why, like, you see hard tapers off of fighting games. Like, whenever you see fighting games, on the first day, they're rivaling, you know, everybody. They're, right, they're up there with Fortnite numbers. By the next week, they're back down to normal. They're back down to, like, maybe 3,000 people watching. You know what I mean? Like, and that's if we're lucky. The only time you really see people watching fighting games for tournaments uh, but for the most of most of the people, it's because they just got you know slapped up by people who've been playing whatever said fighting game they got for so long, and they're like, well, there's too much for me to learn. I'm out. You know, I don't get instant gratification for beating people because I haven't learned the game. I don't want to learn the game. I'm out. And so you got to have the mindset that like, yeah, you're gonna take your licks, you're gonna learn from them, and then you're gonna do better as time you know gradually as time goes on. And if you don't have that mindset, then you know go play a one player game. Like, yeah. So. I would argue it's uh, it comes down to fighting games haven't really changed in such a way to introduce and sort of incentivize new players. Um, like, I, I, so so Guilty Gear just got a huge rollback update, and right. they're seeing a lot of new people play. But even then, those are people who played Guilty Gear before. Some of those people are people who are coming in for the first time, but they're all fighting game people. It's not like you're going to get people who've never played a fighting game before. And the reason right, is right. those games are like those games are going to be populated by people who know what they're doing and it's not fun to get your ass beat over and over and over um i think what fighting games need to do is sort of change with the times and find ways to reward players even if you lose you get something for it uh or find ways to make them more invested in their own uh growth i think that the riot fighting game is going to be probably pretty good at this because riot is very good at gamifying the system and giving you little sort yeah. of nuggets along the way but i don't think something like a like a training mode set of missions or something i don't think that's good enough i think you need constant um sort of pushes because otherwise yeah you're gonna you're gonna go online you're gonna lose a bunch and then you're gonna be mad and then you might not play anymore and i get it i get who has the time to get their ass shoved in in one video game out of like 10,000, why would you just spend your time losing over and over when you could be playing any other game? Yeah. Do you really like it that much? I don't know. Yeah. So with that being said, I mean, yeah, just uh, that was all the questions that we had today. Uh, and cool. that was all the things we had talked about. Assassin's Creed, Valhalla. 
Uh, decent game. You know, if you guys are in the Assassin's Creed, get in there. Pikmin, uh, Connie loves it. It's uh, what is it's it? What is hot. that? It, it's hot. It has uh, parallels to real life that are kind of weird. Like we're always talking about death and stuff. Like you know, bro, play P- Pikmin scratches an itch that you won't find anywhere else. I'm telling you, you have to try it. It's a different kind of game that like no other game. And and I like games like that because you could get the same experience from like eight different games, right? Spider-Man, it's really good, but it's the same third person, go to this place, beat up this guy. It's GTA, but better. You know what I mean? Pikmin scratches an itch that no other game ever has even touched. Play Pikmin, please. Play Pikmin. It's important. All right. And then, of course, the PS5. If you got a chance to get it, then sick. And uh, if you got an Xbox, then LOL. Yeah, I'm saying. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Can't can't meme on Xbox right now. Uh, but uh, soon enough, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to meme on Xbox. I don't really think that there's anything new to say. Just get a PC, bro. Just, just get a PC. All right. Uh, with that being said, that is going to be it for y'all gaming today. Thank y'all uh, for watching. Cody, got any final words? Thank you guys for tuning in. This will be on Spotify, on YouTube, all over the place. So if you want to watch back or watch any previous episodes, go ahead and do that. Uh, I'm going to be streaming later tonight. I believe you will as well, right? Yeah, probably. I don't have nothing else to do tonight. So yeah, man, I'll catch you guys later uh, for some, I don't know, late night shenanigans. Maybe getting back in Apex. Maybe the the Genshin update will be done so I can go see what that's like. Uh, But yeah, uh, thanks for watching. And wear a mask, be safe, and have a good night. See you next time. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.